Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Afghanistan continues to dominate the headlines here in the United States and around the world. We're going to try to dive a little deeper, get beyond the headlines today to get down to the issues that really matter most. So let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. So we are going to try to think again about a number of things. Uh, Just as a heads up, we are monitoring the State Department has just begun their press briefing for today, the first significant press uh, briefing from the State Department since the president spoke yesterday. We will break into that uh, as it warrants. Uh, In the meantime, uh, of course, Afghanistan and all that's been going on there, many of those heartbreaking scenes uh, have raised the questions around refugees, and in particular, how can we help? What can we do? Uh, really pleased to have joining us uh, Amy Dot Harmer with the Utah Refugee Connection uh, to talk about that just a little bit. Uh, Amy, thanks for joining us today. Pleasure to be with you, Boyd. Wonderful. So obviously there's all of this in the news in terms of refugees and potential refugees and who will be allowed in and, and who won't. Uh, but I know that's caused a lot of people. I've had a lot of people just ask me, well, what can we do? How can we help? And uh, we thought you are the the right connection, the right inside source to talk about that. What what are you hearing and, and what can people do? Well, first of all, thanks for being sensitive to the needs of some of these refugees from Afghanistan that live in our community. You know, I've made several phone calls in the last couple of days and, you know, your heartstrings are pulled in significant ways when you see the things that were happening at the airport there and the desperateness of people wanting to leave and needing a safe place. And, you know, we have 65,000 refugees in Utah that have been in similar situations where they're desperate to leave a very unfortunate situation and their lives are on the line. And I think more than anything, what's happened in Afghanistan reminds us that we all are human and we need people to help us feel loved and accepted in our communities and find safe places for these people. Yeah, so important. And I I love the fact that you have that word connection right in your name because more more than refugees, again, from anywhere in the world, under whatever the circumstances might be, more than they just need stuff, more than they need things, and they do need things uh, to settle in, but they need connection. It's, uh, it's, yeah. it's the old saying that people aren't poor because they don't have access 
you know, to money or to wealth or to resources. It's access to people and connections and community uh, that really matters. For sure. For sure. And I think, you know, especially as we go back to school and this is kind of a time of new starts, just reminding people to extend themselves to others and especially those that are different from themselves. It's interesting, you know, when I learn the stories of so many refugees, including those from Afghanistan, they've been through very heartbreaking desperate, tragic things. And there are people that are serving us in different capacities in the community, whether it's, you know, your uh, 7-Eleven attendant or someone working in your business, just showing that you're interested in them and you care about them and being friendly can make a huge difference, especially when they may have some feelings of abandonment, you know, yeah. because of what happened in the uh, um, in Afghanistan in the last week. Yeah, so, so true. So what can people do? How can people uh, help uh, beyond just being that friendly face and uh, welcoming uh, arm around people as they come into our communities? What are some of the resources that actually are needed uh, that you uh, well, are providing? I, I, th- I think the first thing is to express your concerns you know, through your political officials of, you know, what you would like to see done and, you know, how you would like to see things handled, especially as some of these special immigrant visas go through for Afghan um, community members. So that's the first thing. I think the second thing, um, we run a social media feed called Serve Refugees, and we're constantly posting different ideas of ways to be engaged. And I I've been bombarded with messages of people that just feel like they want to do something. And a couple of things, you know, we just opened a new share house and we're in need of specific items like diapers and all purpose kits and essential kits. And you can find those on our social media feed on Serve Refugee, but also on our serverefugees.org um uh, website and you can you can donate and and then we're also if you feel so inclined to you want to write a welcoming letter to the Afghan families that are here you can certainly bring those by our share house or send them to our mailing address that's on the website and is also on the social media post we did yesterday and we'll make sure members of the Afghan community get those. I think it's important important for them to know that we love and care about them because many of them still have family members back home. I also know of, you know, someone who has their now their citizenship that went back to visit and is now caught in oh, wow. you know, a crisis over there. So you know, I think anything you can do to make those that are here feel more comfortable and welcome here is beneficial. Oh, fantastic. Amy Dot Harmers with the Utah Refugee Connection. Again, you can go on social media on Serve Refugees uh, if you want to participate and engage there. It's an important thing. And, you know, I, I read one uh, post today that uh, really got me thinking that, especially here in the state of Utah, uh, so many of our kids, uh, so many of our young girls headed back to school today. And that is uh, that is a great thing and something that most of us just take for granted. Uh, and in Afghanistan, uh, it's a little different today uh, than it was yeah, just a week it's, ago. Yeah, it's for sure a different place for women. And I think one of the biggest concerns is anyone that's worked on human rights and women's issues in, in Afghanistan is at risk. And I think it is a good reminder to let, you know, 
our girls and women in our community know how fortunate we are to have so many of the the abilities to go to school, to be a part of public office. Um, but also just a reminder, I think it's easy to get overwhelmed in the chaos and the sadness of things that are happening in Haiti and Afghanistan. But I always remind people that you can't do everything for everyone, but you can do something for someone. So find some someone or somewhere in your own neck of the woods that you can make a difference and maybe do it in honor of those that are struggling in Afghanistan. Oh, I love that. Amy Harmer. you always bring the right perspective for us. We, we love your work. We appreciate your work. And uh, more of us are, need to link arms and get that work done. Thanks for joining us today. Well, pleasure to talk with you and have a fabulous day. All right. Uh, again, that's Amy Harmer from uh, Utah Refugee Connection. Uh, and and I love the fact that she said we we do need to remember that uh, we can't get so mired down in the, the mess of it all that we get paralyzed. Uh, and so maybe do something today uh, in honor of one of those refugees or one of those young women uh, or older women in Afghanistan who have done extraordinary things over the last few years. Uh, that's a, a great way for all of us to find something to do to make a difference. And we all have to do that, especially when it comes to refugees, not just from Afghanistan, but from other places around the world, people who are fleeing oppression, uh, who are being persecuted for their religious beliefs, their political beliefs, uh, and where there's just devastation in some of these countries. And so there is something we all can do. Uh, and so let's do that. We don't have to do everything, uh, but we can all do something. Uh, and that's something we all ought to think about. Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.